Hey everyone, welcome to the Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and I am very excited to come to you today after a fresh live video with the one, the only, Mr. Travis Tom, Elevated Real Estate Marketing, the world's foremost expert in real estate and mortgage Facebook advertising. This guy actually advises Facebook about advertising for that space. And the reason that we decided to do a really in-depth live earlier this week was because there is a new change once again coming to Facebook Ads Manager that has to do specifically with our industry. Now, before I dive into that, I wanna mention to you guys a couple of different things. Number one, I know we talk a lot about Facebook, but you all know that I love Instagram. The gram is my jam. And I have been hearing tons of feedback that you want to learn more about it, that you want to get better at creating a profile that attracts your ideal audience and gets more clicks and leads. If you would like me to give you a free Instagram bio audit, all you have to do is go over to Instagram, connect with me at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, follow my account, send me a direct message, let me know that you came from the voice of social sales and want your free Instagram bio audit, and you will have it in your inbox and be on your way to killing it in Instagram. Now, the next thing that I wanted to talk about is a very interesting documentary recently just published on Netflix. So I think pretty much everybody listening has a Netflix account. You definitely need to go and watch The Great Hack. This is a movie that blew my mind. And as somebody who knows a lot about Facebook and data and Cambridge Analytica, in fact, I did an entire episode on the data breach. I will link that in the show notes if you are so inclined to listen to it. It was fascinating. And this documentary was really about some of the whistleblowers within Cambridge Analytica and how they developed and misused and leveraged our data from Facebook to create profiles of what they called persuadable individuals and how they then placed specifically using Facebook ads content in front of the right people. It was very fascinating. Um, I will say that, you know, and I say this in in a little bit of jest that Facebook ads do work, clearly. Um, Once you see the documentary, you'll get a much better picture of what actually happened and why the changes that I'm going to actually be talking about today have taken place. You might remember there was not only the Cambridge Analytica scandal in which people's data was misused, they would often gather people's data and create profiles from those silly tests or games like, what kind of dog would I be? And the very illegal part that was happening was if I took that test, regardless if my friends that I was connected to in my network decided to take it or participate, their data was exposed. So that certainly was not uh, was not a good thing. Then we had the HUD lawsuit that said, Facebook, um, no, 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 you have categories, ad targeting categories that are illegal, they're unethical. You could absolutely be excluding specific audiences based on demographics. And that, as you know, is a violation of your legal obligations, your, your duties as a licensed agent. So what's happening now is that they have been making some changes. And we've talked about this for the last year. They removed a lot of targeting categories. I even mentioned that in September of this year, which is just right around the corner, 
that they were going to crack down on zip codes, age, gender, etc. Well, now, if you go into your Facebook ads manager, either today or in the near future, you may or may not have this yet. The very first thing that you are going to see when you are in the, um, the category of selecting your objective you will see two new notifications. Now it knows if you're in the real estate or mortgage industry, the housing or credit industry, because typically you're going to have that information listed on your Facebook business page. So if you're thinking you can get around it, you can't. If you're thinking that that's great, I don't have that information on my business page, but I'm going to create an ad with a picture of a house in it, they will know. So what happens is under the create new campaign, you will see a notification that says new category required for US credit, employment and housing ads. It says if you're based in or targeting the US and are creating a campaign that includes ads that relate to credit, employment or housing, you must choose the category that best describes your ads. If you're not running ads in one of these special categories, you can skip this step. And then right below it, there set, it says special ad category. Now that you are in real estate or finance or credit, your ads will be considered special ads. They will fall within the special ad category. And that means that some audience selection options are unavailable to anything that has to do with credit, employment, or housing. That means targeting is gonna be removed, zip codes, um, quite a few other areas and uh, also lookalike audiences are going away. But don't worry, we will talk about that next. And it has a box that you can check. It says, I'm creating a campaign for ads in a special category. It says ads related to credit, employment, or housing. There's a drop down, and you'll have to select housing. Now in the housing section, it says ads for real estate listings, homeowners insurance, mortgage loans, and other related opportunities, okay? So that's what you're going to have to see. And it's basically to help you comply with their advertising policies. They have links if you wanna go into detail about learning more about those policies or help picking a special ad category, they have links for all of that. Once you have selected that, you can continue on as you normally would in creating your ad. So when I talked to Travis, I thought this was some of the things that he talked about and the strategies are definitely changing were, were very interesting to me. You know, sort of the old strategy had been, let's, let's create an audience through targeting. That means using Facebook's categories that they had uh, like income or presence of children in the home, or I believe they used to have, you know, grandparents or baby boomers, things of that nature, renters. You would basically build, you'd rely on Facebook's data to build an audience. And they would collect that data from a variety of sources, your behaviors online, pages that you liked, uh, your credit uh, history, all of that. So it was it was relying on on Facebook's data to build what's called a saved audience. And then you would create lookalike audiences, which were larger audiences based on the seed list, the original list of people that were in that original list and, and, and the behavioral characteristics. So instead of building an audience through the targeting and, and relying on Facebook only and their data, it's now more about building your own audience based off of some of the content, some of the original ads. It's now really a multi-step process, and, and some will argue that it's always been a multi-step process. But essentially, the, the new ways of targeting is going to involve typically at least two ads, Okay, so you're going to have the original ad to get in front of the people, 
to get views or clicks, and then you're going to retarget. Retargeting is very, very important in this new world of Facebook ads. So once you have that special ad category uh, selected, you're going to see that when you drop down into the ad set where you're selecting your audience, you are no longer going to be able to select a zip code. You're no longer going to be able to drop a pin with an address and then really narrow it down and then you know ex do those little hacks where you can drop another pin nearby and have it overlap and then exclude those areas. That is not going to work any longer. But the good news is Travis and his team haven't been using zip codes in, I think, about a year. Uh, they have been having huge success without using zip codes. And here's really why. The algorithm is super, super smart. And it does actually learn. And yes, this is kind of like Hal from, you know, that, that movie, the, the computer that was getting smarter and learning. And it's kind of creepy, right? But it, it does learn. And so what's happening now is that the algorithm is so smart that it's going to read your ad and read the images. And as long as you have a relevant ad image, for example, if you are trying to farm a neighborhood and you are trying to get very narrow, maybe you have a just listed or an open house and you want to only target that area, yes, you are no longer going to be able to put a zip code or drop a pin because the 15 mile radius around that pin is the minimum. 15 miles. So you used to be able to go down to a mile and then also do some hacks where you could put some other radiuses around that mile radius and exclude them to get really, really narrow. No longer. Have no fear though. If you have a picture, an ad image that has to do with that local area, a picture of the front gates of the subdivision or the local mall area, something that really says, okay, this is the area that they want to farm. And you also call out that area in your ad copy. For example, uh, we have an area that's very popular here in the, in the Scottsdale Phoenix market called Arcadia. Now, if I were running an ad and trying to farm that area, it would behoove me to have a picture of something that's a landmark from that area, that if you are in that area living in there or want to live in that area, you know that to be in Arcadia. Then I would put the word Arcadia within my text of the ad. Hey, are you thinking about moving to Arcadia? Do you love Arcadia and want to blah, 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 blah? That is what now you're going to have to do. And the brilliance or the scariness of this algorithm is that it will get smarter and know exactly who to serve the ad to. The next piece that really kind of threw me for a loop with this algorithm thing is that Travis has talked about experimenting with what he calls broad interest targeting or broad targeting. And by broad targeting, it means basically no targeting. And I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what do you mean no targeting? And he's like, yeah, you know, just literally it's about the copy of the ad like I just talked about and just dropping a pin and in that 15 mile radius and letting it go to work. And he's having great success in some markets, not all markets, with that new strategy. So it's almost as if Facebook ads might be getting a little bit easier because the algorithm's getting smarter. So the next thing as far as strategy goes is that, you know, layering on what he calls these top level 
behavioral interests. Okay, so that is still working. And this is when you essentially use Facebook's targeting. Now you're still gonna be limited to the 15 mile radius, but let's say you put that 15 mile radius in and then you layer in some targeting. The targeting really should be the formula. The first one that you're going to put in there is something having to do with a website or an app that somebody would use if they're thinking about buying or selling a property. Okay, so for example, it could be Zillow, it could be Realtor, it could be Redfin, it could be the not.com. Because if you're gonna get married, you might be thinking about getting a new house. It could be the bump. If I'm I'm gonna have a baby, I might be thinking about getting a house. So taking that landing page or website or wherever they're going, then you're layering that on with the behavior. And the behavior in this scenario would be house hunting. That is a targeting category you can still use. So Zillow and house hunting, realtor.com and house hunting, uh, the not.com and house hunting. Okay, so that's still going to be a really viable option. Now, once you've run that ad and let the either the algorithm do the heavy lifting without any targeting or you've layered in some of those top level targeting with the website plus the behavior of house hunting, then what you could do is, you know, you send a video ad out to these people and you want to then let Facebook determine who are the people that have watched 50% or half of that video or longer? Because you can actually do that. Facebook is tracking everybody who's watching your videos. And then you're going to retarget or serve a second ad to the people who now have watched that first video. So that's what I meant by saying it was more of a two-step process. You're gonna be letting the algorithm do the heavy lifting, take a video, short video, because people are visual and they wanna see, um, you can actually track by people who have seen a, seen a certain percentage of your video. And and that's a really good, um, a good definitive idea of more of a warmer lead because if somebody watches half of your video, that's really good insightful data. Those are people that you're going to want to retarget. And then when you retarget those people that Facebook will automatically make a custom audience, you can go into the engagement section, you can tell Facebook it's a drop down that says, you know, create an audience of the people who've watched 50% of my video. Then you serve a secondary ad to them, which would be a lead ad form. Essentially, it's a mini landing page directly within Facebook. They never have to leave. It's pre-populated, auto-filled with their contact information, which means it's gonna be better, more accurate information. And all they have to do is click submit. Now that secondary Facebook lead ad would be something like, would you like a free list of homes in Arcadia? Okay, so the first video ad or photo ad would you know, be like of the picture of Arcadia and you're talking about Arcadia. The secondary lead ad, you're retargeting to people who've watched 50% of that Arcadia video. Now you're sending them a lead ad that says, would you like a full list of all the homes in Arcadia under X price? So now they've already had two experiences. They have a bit of familiarity with your brand and now they're more likely to say yes to that list. Now, even one step further is if you've got people that click on those lead ads, but they don't submit their information, guess what? Facebook lets you retarget those people. So anybody who came to your ad that opened it, but were like, nope, I don't want to click on it. You can now retarget those people. So anyway, we're not going to get into that, but that's essentially what we are looking at for this process. Now, um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is the lookalike audiences. Lookalike audiences were a really effective strategy. Essentially, if you had a list, let's say, of 
past clients and you had their email addresses and contact information and you uploaded it into Facebook Ads Manager, that is what's considered a custom audience that you've just uploaded. Now, I could have Facebook then create a brand new audience called a lookalike audience. And this uh, lookalike audience would be uh, people that I don't know, that I've never worked with, that are Facebook users, that have similar behaviors or characteristics that might be looking to buy or sell a home uh, based on that original uploaded audience, that seed audience. So kind of creepy, but kind of fantastic too. And it would basically use 2,000 data points per person that was on that uploaded list. So they still have a solution. It's now called the Special Ad Audiences, and it's sort of like a lookalike audience light. Instead of 2,000 data points, it's going to be 200 data points. And it's just far too early to even tell you what the results are. Um, I will say that when Facebook comes out with a feature, they typically make sure that it works and works well. But it literally just came out last week and there's no data from anyone that I know yet on how it's working compared to the lookalike audience. So that's pretty much what's happening. Special ad category is gonna pop up. You have to select housing. Um, You're not gonna be able to target by zip code or age or gender, which as I just told you, isn't going to be a problem because the algorithm is so smart. So sometimes you're gonna need to just let the algorithm do the heavy lifting. Um, Secondarily, you are going to still be able to use, and it's smart to use, the uh, the top level targeting, which is combining the app with the behavior, realtor.com, not.com with house hunting. And then you will also be able to have your special ad audiences, which are like lookalike light per se. Okay, so don't panic. Um, you are still going to be uber effective with Facebook ads. You're just going to need a bit of a different strategy. Think of it as twofold, the first ad to go out and then retargeting those video viewers with a lead ad form and potentially even retargeting those people who clicked on your lead ad form but did not complete it. And Facebook makes it pretty simple to do that. It's basically clicking a few buttons. So um, when I say create another audience, I don't want you to think it's gonna be like a whole nother a whole nother process. Um, It's really looking at the copy and the images. So if you're farming, you need to make sure that both the copy and the image are very, very hyper local. And Travis also mentioned that if you have previously uploaded custom audiences, saved audiences, or lookalike audiences saved in your ads manager, you will not be able to use those. You likely will get some notification or they might be grayed out, so they're not going to be available, even if you made them before the changes take place. And he really talked about three things that were were working, and um, primarily, I'm just going to talk about two. Uh, I'm sorry, three. He's talked about four, but I want to really talk about the three. So the first one he said is that um, campaign budget optimization. And uh, I I encourage you to go to Travis's uh, free Facebook group. It's called Elevated Real Estate Marketing Masterminds. And he talks about what campaign budget optimization is, how he's using it. That in and of itself could be an entire podcast. So I will just let you know that for those advanced users who know what CBO is or campaign budget optimization, that's going to become very important in the coming months for Facebook ads. He also mentioned automatic placements, letting again the algorithm do what the algorithm does 
and they know best where to serve your ad. And you may perform better on Monday on Audience Network, and so they're going to put more money into that and show more over there. On Wednesday, you could be better in Instagram feed. So let it pick out the automatic placements. And then lastly, which I thought was such a gem, he talked about using dynamic ad creative. Now, I didn't even know that this was in existence, but in the actual um, ad set when you're creating the uh, ad image and graphics itself, there is a toggle button where you can turn it on to dynamic ad creative. And essentially, it's going to allow you to serve almost A, B test or A, B, C, D, E test multiple, I think up to five different graphics with headlines. So you basically put in your your text and your copy in different variations and different images, and it's going to play almost a game with the algorithm and it will learn, will this headline perform better with this picture or this headline perform better with this call to action? And it will basically figure out which one is the best one automatically for you. And once it hits on it, it will serve that. So I thought that was pretty darn cool. So there you have it, all the changes that are happening within Facebook ads for real estate. Again, the sky is not falling. We're just reorganizing our strategies. Um, Again, ad copy and image, super important and retargeting as well. It's moved from building your audience uh, through Facebook's targeting to building your audience through your own content and retargeting. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. If you have any questions or any thoughts about Facebook in general or Instagram, please feel free to reach out to me. Instagram's the best way to get a hold of me. And don't forget your free Instagram bio audit. You can find me on all the socials at chelsea.pites. That's P-E-I-T-Z. Thanks, guys. See you next time.